Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes, amen, where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. Uh, if you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We yes. have with us my good friend, amen, yes. Apostle Kevin Bailey out, out of Indianapolis, Indiana, of Touch of the Master's Healing Ministry International. And this is a good friend of mine. Matter of fact, we pray for each other. We go through deliverance with each other. Amen. And God has just been blessing. Now, what Apostle Bailey and us are going to be talking about today is what we call psychological warfare, the battlefield of the mind. Now, everybody that knows me knows I am, I'm totally excited to see the spirit of the living God have its way, amen, in this teaching. So, Apostle Bailey, why don't you say uh, good morning to everyone and just give us the opening prayer. Okay. Good morning, and General. Thank you so much. Double honor and blessings to you, my good friend. And uh, thank you for sharing your platform with me. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would be released in the anointing to break and destroy yokes. In Jesus' name, deliver your people from mind-boggling spirits, mental occlusions, ideations, and statements of the devil in Jesus' name. And we declare that all psychological warfare shall cease to all operation. And Lord, we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, that you sent, that heals and delivers them from all destruction. And we give you praise for that. It's in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Amen. We thank God for that. Now, what we're going to launch on, amen, the launching scripture that Apostle Bailey and myself are going to launch from is the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, 4, and 5. We're gonna, I'm going to kick that off, elaborate a little bit, and then we're going to share. We'll kind of, now when we say wing it, we don't mean be ignorant and we ain't got nothing to say. We mean <laughs> winging it now by allowing the Holy Spirit to let come out of our mouths a wisdom, insight, and word that will be pertinent to the conditions of those that are listening. So I pray in the name yes. of Jesus that there be no type of strongholds that would hinder us and you in the reception and understanding Amen. of what we're about to say. Now, Amen. I'm going to start here, Apostle Bailey, in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, and I Ooh. am going to look at it in the King James Version and then bump some things off of the English Standard Version and another version. Amen. Uh, Amen. Here we go. 2 Corinthians 10 and 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Mm. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes. And yes. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5 is our catch kicker, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts yes. itself against the knowledge of God yes. and bringing into captivity every thought 
to the obedience of Christ. And I love that right there, Apostle yes. Bailey, where it says casting down. Now, yes. in, the, in the English Standard Version, listen what this says. We destroy arguments and yes. every lofty opinion raised yes. against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Now, Amen. this morning, I'm going to do this in the Berean Bible. In mm -hmm. the Berean, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, in the Berean Standard Bible says, we tear down these arguments. Now, yes. one said, we destroy these arguments. Yes. And James says, we cast down these arguments. Now, listen mm -hmm. to this in the Berean. We tear down arguments and every presumption yes. Yes. set up against the knowledge of God. We yes. take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Amen. This spiritual warfare is not just casting devils out. You know, I, 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 counted a, I counted a disrespect and a misunderstanding when I deal with people who think that when you're talking about casting out demons and what have you, that that's all it takes. I say it like this, Apostle Bailey, and I'm going to mess with this thing. <laughs> if in that day, when Jesus cast the devil out of the Gadarene, now mind you, he had lost his mind. Yes, he, he was did. in the tombs cutting himself. Yes. The whole yes. town was scared of that madman. <laughs> when Jesus set him free, yes. I believe that the Spirit of God not only cast a legion out of him, but right. the Holy Spirit somehow ministered to his mind to get it yes. adjusted back into culture back into life i even put it like this and i'm taking a little license here i wonder how the gatherian kids felt when daddy came home i wonder <laughs> hey how miss gatherian must felt she said now wait a minute now now you tell me this man called yeshua did what he cast the devil out of you you look different you got your clothes back on now mm -hmm. i'm wondering saying this is mrs gatherian i'm taking liberty here she said, yes. now I'm wondering now whether your mind has been renewed, whether your <laughs> mind has been taken back right. from that captivity. Because in these three realms of 2 Corinthians 10, 5, King James says, casting down every imagination, this word imagination is reasoning, yes. ideas, and concepts. So whatever reasoning, idea, and concept he had, that yes. had to be brought into the obedience of Christ. Absolutely. Uh, English Standard Version says, destroy every argument. Mm. Those devils were entering into his mind and in our minds with demonic arguments, but they were fed right. through the corner mind. And then the next one in the Berean Standard Bible, now I'm going to let, let you go, soldier. And the Berean <laughs> Standard Bible sure. says, we tear down arguments and every presumption. Now, yes. isn't it amazing that it yes. uses the word presumptions? Because yes. demonic strongholds attach themselves to presumption. All of these realms, really, Apostle Kevin, all of these realms are dealing with truth. They're yes. dealing with yes. the warfare against truth. Yes. This is exactly what it is. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, the Bible said he gave us the spirit of truth against mm -hmm. the spirit of error. Now, let me back yes. up and let you, let you jump on in here, soldier. Come on. <laughs> Share, yeah, go ahead. So anyway, any, anyway, it, it, so in, when we look at the battlefield of the mind, when we look at the yeah. deliverance, uh, I do, as we well know, Apostle Kevin and his crew does counseling and deliverance. I do counseling and deliverance daily. And what we do is it's not just 
Come out in Jesus' name, five-minute yeah. prayer, then you're done. No, Come on, that's right. We Jim. do what we call deep diving. Now, yes. what is a deep dive? Because people ask Evelyn all the time. They said to the boss, when I mean, they call Ev the boss, they said to him, well, what does he do when he does this counseling and deliverance? Now, I'm going to say it to the old school deliverance folk. Y'all used to poo-poo. Y'all used to cast down, amen, and make fun of anybody that said, I need deliverance and I need counseling. You cannot right. counsel a demon out. You cannot. Demons must be cast out. That's but right. Imaginations, reasonings, mm -hmm. concept, false teaching, demonic yes. things speaking in your ear must mm -hmm. be cast down. Mm -hmm. See, one is internal, one is external, feeding right. on to the carnal mind. Now, it's That's almost right. like an oxymoron, Apostle Kevin, because yeah. let me paint the picture for you. You <laughs> can have a demonic stronghold inside. And by yeah. the way, you're not demon possessed, so don't start that ignorance either. Yeah. That means that thing has affected your mind, will, yes. or emotion. Boom. Yes. So that spirit can be in there. But I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says in Proverbs 26 and 2 that the curse causes shall not come. So the enemy does not attach himself onto anything right. in our lives unless there's an opening gateway and a cause. That so is what right. those spirits will feed on is imaginations, mm -hmm. reasonings, yes. belief systems, That's concepts. Right. Deception. Matter of fact, with Eve, mm -hmm. the serpent said to Eve, and it was not a demon inside of Eve. The serpent appealed to Eve's carnal mind. Yes, he and did. And he had to engage her thought pattern. That's right. He had to engage her perception. Mm -hmm. And he tells her, you shall not surely die. Mm -hmm. And the day that you eat thereof, you shall be as God. Yeah. Now, in short, we say it like this in, in our teaching, Apostle Kevin. Uh, Eve disobeyed God to be more like God. Is yes. anybody hearing me? There are many times that I, in my counseling and in our deliverance, I have had people that have taken on something that calls itself God in belief, in perception, but in reality, it is a demonic deception that yes, is counterfeiting the spirit of God. And mm -hmm. that thing can be defeated, not by just the demon being cast out, Absolutely. But by the imagination, thought pattern, idea, mm -hmm. and concept being cast down. And I'm going to share this, then I'm going to let you jump in here, man of God. Yeah, okay. Years ago, okay. we had a, a wonderful sister in the Lord, saved, spirit-filled sister in the Lord. But she had been damaged severely in sexuality, meaning she had been brought up under sexual abuse. Now, mm -hmm. sad to say, another preacher had got a hold of her. And he told her that she was he was going to be able to deliver her by causing her to go through something called sexual healing. That wasn't uh, nothing but a pervert just wanting yeah. an open door so his lust spirit could operate in the girl's life. Oh, gosh. So what happened was when he got dealing with her mind, the, mm -hmm. the rape and molestation caused her to be caused her to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Her vulnerability, amen, right. built a system, a concept of believing. Yes. So much so that it's going to blow your mind that by the time she came to our church, when she would read the Bible, the, the words that she would read felt like they were attacking her. The, the different th ways that she felt around people, she felt that sometimes people and men were coming at her sexually when they were not. And mm -hmm. then this preacher with the bondage he had caused her to go into a deeper bondage because he tapped into a wound that was already there. 
when she came to us, we began right. to kind of I, I pull her back. We had her to shut down everything. First of all, that measure of immorality, that ain't even, it only need all nine gifts for that one. But when we started dealing with her mind, we cast spirits out of her. Then we had to take and engage with her belief system. And she was willing to surrender to the word of God that we were showing her. And in that process, the Lord helped heal her and her husband got back a wife that was whole after going through the idea that being sexually duplicating what had formerly happened to her, somehow that was gonna bring healing. And that lie and that thought pattern had yes. to be dismantled. So yes, absolutely. there are higher levels of dismantling and then there are lower levels. Now, all of us have this dismantling going on every single day. Mm -hmm. You can say you can you can talk all you want to about how much older goes you got, but you ain't playing me. Every one of us, every single day, deals with things coming across the mind. The Wesley yeah. brothers, which were the originators of the Wesleyan uh, uh, ministries, the mm -hmm. Wesley brothers had a saying: "You cannot stop a bird from flying over your head, meaning a thought, but you can stop it from building a nest." That's so you right. will never get delivered until a bad thought, lustful yeah. thought. Evil yeah. thought, jealous thought, envious thought. Come on now. You'll never get delivered until that doesn't happen. We yeah. would have to take you out of this planet. But <laughs> you can stop it from building a nest by learning how to cast down the imagination and bring those thoughts into captivity. Amen. Down. Matter of fact, Apostle Kevin, when one way to tell when your mind is under assault, the mind is supposed to flow like this. It's supposed to just flow. Mm -hmm. The thoughts are supposed to flow. Have you ever noticed whenever the carnal mind, and don't blame it on the devil for a start, don't start with the boogeyman, start with you. <laughs> when the carnal mind yeah. tries to bring you into mental captivity, you sort of stop mm -hmm. and you're kind of like in that thought pattern and you're locked. Any of you ever had to shake your head and go, wait a minute? Have you ever had to do that? Yeah, that is where the carnal mind is being seized in an area that's trying right. to lock you down there in order to do damage, right. in order to reflect something that it wants to remain or attach to you. And mm -hmm. then once you shake it off, you begin to replace it with another <laughs> thought that the flow starts back again. Now, right. uh, and then, by the way, and I'm not saying you have to walk all day long quoting Bible verses or you can't think. I want to fry some eggs and I got to quote a Bible verse. I, I want to go to the grocery store and I got to bind it loose all the way through. No, 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 no. But I'm saying to you, no, on a lower level, when the carnal mind is being assaulted, the enemy will try to lock it into a thought. Sometimes, and not always the case, what some people call daydreaming is not daydreaming. It's day engagement, where the enemy is trying to set your mind up. The carnal mind, through a wound or a damage, locks you into that, and you begin to trigger, and you don't even catch it until you realize you've lost a lot of time throughout your day locked on a particular condemnation, a particular mm -hmm. stronghold, a particular mm -hmm. thought. Okay, man of God, let me turn it in your hand. Can I oh, boy. Uh, that's good stuff, uh, General. Uh, this is true in many cases, and some are waking uh, even daily, and they are <clears throat> uh, battling 
uh, in, in their carnal minds. And the, the first thing, though, I want to say is that many people think that it's the enemy uh, every time. Everything is the devil. It's not the balance. But it's just like saying, well, I overate, but, and it's the devil. Uh, because within there, uh, our minds, which is the battlefield of most humanity, it's the battlefield, okay? Uh, the mind is, is obvious that we need to put on. Uh, so when a soldier is in battle, when we talk about the armor. Yeah, you, you, your sound is good there. Go. Yeah. If the armor is, if the head of the helmet of salvation is not on, their mind cannot be protected or the head cannot be protected. So it's very important that the mind is renewed. And remember, strongholds stand for things that you, it means things that you believe that are truths, but really they are not. That's a stronghold. And the enemy always uh, attacks uh, the believer in the mind. That's why it has to be renewed daily. And that armor, that helmet of salvation must be put on. But when we talk about psychological warfare, this is good stuff, General. I love it. These are, listen, these are actions that are intended. These are actions that are intended to reduce the opponent's morale, the believer's morale. Are y'all listening to me? And so the use of this source is to convey manipulative information. So even in the military, uh, maybe they will uh, attack the general or they say bad things about the general to convince them to give up, uh, to develop a demonic perception in the mind, a perception of them that, look, it's over. And I'm going to show it to them in scripture in just a second, general. But... <clears throat> The tactics are to reduce the believer, the, the man or woman of God, leader, apostle, prophet, whatever you are. The tactics come, amen, to reduce uh, your place and your position in Christ. It comes with fear, intimidation, deceptions, or maybe even a surprise thought. Now, listen to me closely. The devil cannot read your mind. He didn't create you. And he can deposit something, but that don't mean you have to act on it. Amen? Amen. So I want them to, to, to get that, uh, General. So listen, there's, there's three things I want to share that, <clears throat> that we should do uh, to fight with the psychological warfare. One thing you need to do is change the conversation. Sometimes it's what we say, what we think that is happening in the, the negative confessions or what we call mental locusions, ideations and statements of the devil. We need to change them. Starve those issues. Starve them. And then consolidate and evaluate your armor. All right. The full armor of God and prepare uh, to attack and to pull these things down. Amen. Ephesians 4 and 23 says this. I'm going to read it in the Amplified General. It says, and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. And be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Amen. In Ephesians 4, 23 and 24, and it says, put on the new self, the regenerated, the renewed nature, created 
in God's image, God-like in the righteousness and holiness of truth and in living a way that expresses to God your gratitude for salvation. That's in Ephesians uh, 4, 3, and 24. One of the other tactics of the enemies of synonyms of the psychological warfare is, 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 is browbeating, uh, demoralization, verbal oh. abuse, uh, emotional abuse, public opinions, slander, and accusations. That's another level right there. Or to destroy the reputation. Amen. All right. Paul talks about in, in Romans chapter 7 and 25, uh, General, and I'm going to go to uh, the New King James Version in a second. And mm -hmm. what happened to Hezekiah and when uh, Sennacherib came, um, when he came to Hezekiah. And what he did and the psychological warfare that he did to Hezekiah. And one of the things that the enemy tries to do is to take away our faith in God as well. When he brings those opinions and when he comes to you to assault you and attack the mind. Amen. Amen. So in, um, um, let me read in Romans real quick. Romans chapter 7 and 25. And this is one of the ploys of the enemy to make us think something that is that is not uh, uh, necessarily the truth. But he makes us think this is what we call a demonic perception. In uh, Romans 7 and 25, uh, this psychological warfare that Paul is going through at this time. Paul says this in, in the... In the, the uh, Amplified, he says, he says in here, no, let me look at uh, verse 15. Let me look at 15. Uh -huh. Paul says, yeah, Romans 7 and 15, he says, for I do not understand my own actions. I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness and um, my sinful capacity within my mind. Mm -hmm. This is what he said in here. But King Sinatra comes, the Assyrian soldier comes to Isaiah with psychological warfare. In Isaiah 36, I'm going to read this in verse 7. And I'm going to read it in the New King James. But in Isaiah 36, this is one of the, the tactics that the enemy uh, deploys against us in the psychological warfare. He says in verse 7, in Isaiah 36, in verse 7, but if you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God, it is not he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away. Mm -hmm. And said to Judah and Jerusalem, you should worship before this altar. Now, therefore, I urge you, give a pledge to my master, the king of Assyria. Okay? He immediately attacks his faith in God. What? Why are you going to trust God? Well, you know, why are you going to believe him to, to, to deliver you? He immediately comes to attack his faith. So uh, the spirit in here is uh, what we call a rapture case spirit. This is a chief spirit a chief spirit general that comes to steal our faith in God and to deposit demonic perception and thoughts so that uh, Hezekiah would give up and not trust in God. 
This is psychological warfare. He belittles them in everything in this text. Look what it says here. I'm going to finish reading. He says, now, therefore, I urge you, I urge you in verse 8, give a pledge to my master, king of Assyria, and I will give 2,000 horses if you are able on your part to put riders on them. How then shall you repel one captain of at least my master's service and put your trust in Egypt for chariots and horsemen? Have I not come without the Lord against this land to destroy it? The Lord said to me, go up against the land and destroy it. But Elohim, Shebna, and Johai said to Rashikeh, please speak to your service in Aramaic, for we understand it, and do not speak to us in Hebrew in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. So he wanted them to talk to them, of course, in a language to bring perception, but they would understand why they was on the wall so that they could not watch, so that they would become vulnerable and so that he could attack them. So even in the military and warfare, they always investigate and deploy strategies first so that the people will give up. They belittle them. They attack them in their minds. Uh, they attack them uh, with natural things uh, primarily or life circumstances like the enemy attacks the believers or with the cares of this world or with demonic perceptions of things of the past, of the past many a times. He keeps playing that over and over again in our mind. I call them demonic recorders. And so many times people don't need the deliverance from demons. They need the deliverance from the demonic recorders, the demonic harassment, the perception, the high things, that the, the vain imagination, the human reasoning, the carnal reasoning, the carnal mind. That's why it has to be renewed daily, General. I'm so let me finish I'm... reading this. Let me finish reading this. Okay, and he said saying. to him, Please speak to them in Aramaic, but it says, but in verse 12, it says, but Rabshakeh said, has my master sent me to master, sent me to your master and to you to speak the words and not to the men sit on the wall who will eat and drink of their own waste with you. So in, in the book of Kings, chapter 18 and 27, it tells them that you're going to, listen, you can't win. I'm going to bind you up and that you're going to eat your waste. That's what's going to happen to you. Why would you trust in God? That's what's going to happen to you. And in verse, in chapter 37, in verse 8, he returned and found King Assyria warring against Lebanon. But let me look down, let me go down a little bit further. In verse 14 of chapter 37, I challenge everybody to read these verses in its entirety. We don't have time to go all the way there. But in verse 14, Hezekiah, he sends first a messenger with a letter saying, hey, you better give up. This is how the enemy does. He sends demonic messengers to you. Look, you better give up. You better give up to King Sennacherib because the Assyrian army is here. They're going to destroy you. And the first thing he does is cause them to look at the natural situation, circumstances, to trust in those chariots, those horses, the military, and everything else but God. He comes to steal our faith in Come God on. with demonic perceptions. That's the first thing he comes after with psychological warfare. But Hezekiah lays this letter before God. He goes into the temple. He lays the letter before God and said, hey, you see what Assyria is doing? You see what Sennacherib is doing? He goes to God. 
uh, in this time, which is what we need to do when the enemy comes with those demonic uh, messengers, because uh, they brought a letter to Hezekiah and to attack our mind, to demean us, to take away our morale, to slander us, to accuse us of, of many things. Maybe that's from our past. And listen, listen, people of God, on, the enemy on. will always try to keep you in your past so you can't get to your future. The God that we serve, he said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that the plans he has for you are good plans. His thoughts towards you are good thoughts. And to, to what? Give you a hope and an expected end. That's his thoughts towards you. Not the thoughts that the enemy is depositing and attacking us with those demonic perceptions, those strong codes, those vain imaginations, and those per demonic perceptions that we may have. So King Sennacherib comes uh, to demoralize. So what do you mean? You're going to believe in God? God's not more powerful than me. I came without God. I came to destroy you, and I'm going to destroy you. you you're going to believe in that God? Guess what? I'm going to kill you. You're going to eat your waste. You're going to. You, that's what's going to happen to you. I'm going to destroy you. You will never answer the call of God. You will never get to where you need to be in ministry, in life. I'm going to make sure of that because I'm going to keep you bound in your mind. All right, General, let me give it to you. All right, praise him. Amen. You did an excellent job in, in talking about the ramshackle spirit. Amen. Where <laughs> he caused them to go in those patterns. You know, I, I'm going to piggyback off of that and say in the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3, the word yes. of the Lord declares that I will keep them in perfect peace whose mind yes. is stayed on me. Now, when, we, when right. that scripture says his mind is stayed, that means that the mind is stable. It is not confused. It is not running all over the place. Uh, a stayed mind is yes. one of the things yes. that are, is able to pull down these strongholds. And you, if you look back in scripture from even the going way back, the enemy has never changed his tactics. And this, yes. I want y'all to see this. When God the Father and harmony was in heaven, when all the sons of God shouted for joy, Satan himself, he caused one third of the angels to fall with ideas, concepts, and imaginations. That's that, that right. Was from the very beginning. I That's will never right, forget this apostle, Kevin. I was in the early years of my church, my first church. The name of my first church was Holy Grounds in Milton, Delaware. We had a division come through our church. I mean, deliverance was kicking. We were doing good. Then all of a sudden, a spirit came through our ministry where people would, did not trust anybody to pray for them but me. Oh, now, yeah. It was so strong. And what was happening is I'm training workers, but somehow the people would not come to the workers for prayer. The workers yeah. were beginning to question each other. And I had what we call fifth column warfare. And I want you to show, listen to the people. Yes. In this incident at my first church, I remember I... Uh, I had, was going to a, one of the members' house one Sunday. Now, this girl's name, little baby girl's name was Jennifer. Jennifer must have been maybe four or five at that. <laughs> I'm sitting down there waiting for dinner, and I'm looking out of their bow window in their living room, thinking to myself, God, what is wrong with my ministry? What, how am I failing? I want some of you leaders to understand this. Right. Because this, there is levels of this uh, a mental warfare that can actually transfer into whole groups of people. And yes. so discord, distrust, unbelief, fear, mm -hmm. and the discernment is completely messed up. 
So mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and this little girl, Jenny, comes and she eases up on my lap and she wants to look out the window with me. All of a sudden, Jennifer looks at me and Jenny goes, was, didn't have much talk in her then. Jenny said, Pastor Ivy, she said, the devil is trying to turn people against each other. <laughs> Isn't he, Pastor Ivy? Mm. And when that little girl said that, I said, what did you just say? She said, nothing. And I stopped and I thought, you know, I didn't even go, well, her mom and them must wow. be talking. Nope, 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 uh -huh. nope. I stopped wow. and I said, wait a minute, Jesus. She runs back in the, in the kitchen with everybody else. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs>